Hello and welcome to a podcast that now has a name, The Cross-Up. Yeah, finally. <laughs> we did. It's annoying as well because we came up with it all before we put it out. <laughs> Thus rendering the bit at the end where we go, give us a name. Completely worthless. <laughs> Expect more of that. Anyway, my name's Andy. I'm joined as always with by Mr. E. As always, this is this is literally episode two. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, hundred percent attendance. You had just over a week to find someone else that could replace me if it, if I already failed at <laughs> being a co-host. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I could not find anyone at short notice. You're still here, our <laughs> anime correspondent, basically. Um, how's it going, man? All good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm really pumped to because <laughs> yeah. i'm flying off to america tomorrow <laughs> yes yeah we'll get on to that later you were, t- were going to talk a bit about your um preparations for the big title fights but um how did you feel uh last friday morning out of interest oh man i'm trying to remember what happened yes um <laughs> um man i was not well last friday I, morning I, I i just remember being completely out of it i i got to work on time mm-hmm and I don't remember. I think I think I just kind of was so quiet that I just, just was just to myself and just left work uh, on my um, on time and was like, okay, this is. <laughs> I'll, I'll finish some presentations next week. <laughs> yeah, so that was definitely a smart move. For any of you wondering, we got up to last Thursday. We both went to the Mortal Kombat Eleven London reveal event. Um. A very what the, it was, lavish, it was a great lavish lavish affair. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very very cool. I mean, Warner Brothers have got, obviously got a lot of money, and they clearly burned a lot of it on air. I mean, they booked a proper gig venue, Coco, which couldn't have been cheap. It had nah. everything that you see at every press event, from ice statues to cosplayers, and like they didn't even half ass it on the cosplayer because the guy who was cutting about a scorpion was Maul who um, he does all, like, the high-end Witcher cosplay stuff. Oh, wow. Like, like, like he's... I'm pretty sure, like, like he's the guy. Like, if, if, you, if you're talking about in cosplay circles, he's, like, the fucking David Beckham. Like, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it, so that, that was pretty wild. Um, I would love to have seen my face when he was the thing obscuring me at getting out of a toilet. Um, <laughs> something that, obviously, I never, oh, never thought in a million years... Like when I was playing Mortal Kombat One on the SNES without blood, like twenty years ago or whatever, at no point if someone had come up to me and gone, one day, that guy, that character is going to stop you being able to get out of a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> to be okay, I mean that those those toilets were so <laughs> it was so slim. It was just it was like yeah, the corridor was literally a, like shoulder to shoulder width. Yeah, <laughs> and, and somehow it, it's supposed to fit maybe four people taking a piss yeah. at the same time. No chance. And, so, and those ninjas have got yeah. big shoulder pads. Yeah, forget that. So <laughs> it was a problem. But yeah, um, as well as all of the festivities and the the free bar, um, yep, we free did bar. also. That was great. It was great. We managed to get. Um, did you get to play? Did you play much of it? Yeah, yeah. I played. I played a little bit. Um, um, I had about an hour or so. In total, actually. Okay, so maybe actually, not that, that long. I think my, my total playtime maybe was about 20 to 25 minutes. Okay, cool. Um, what happened with me is, uh, so a friend of mine was capturing footage for a website, um, and they had some exclusive capture units uh, upstairs, um, which were all set up and rigged. They were, but, um, that was really cool. It was uh, really cool, the way they did it. Like, I've never seen a, a press event to be fair, I'm not pressed, so you, you'll probably be better at playing <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, sorry, at your experience. But in the in, in the events that I've ever worked at, I've never seen an L uh, live gamer portable two, the AV Media live gamer mm-hmm. portable two, on every single setup. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Yeah, so, Warner Brothers money. <laughs> um, so for those that don't know, it's a capture card, but you don't need to put a PC to it. You just it records straight to the SD card. Yeah, and really, really cool. the FPS, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, no, it was really really cool. Um, so someone was recording footage, a friend of mine, 
And um, he's terrible at fighting games, so he just straight up said, like, dude, I need you to be my stunt hands and just <laughs> play the game while I um, while I capture the footage. Um, and because that was a private session, he had, uh, like, 25 minutes uninterrupted on a setup. Oh, um, fantastic. Yeah, so that was really cool. Um, and then after that, I came downstairs, and towards the end of it, me and a friend managed to jump on for another half an hour or so and got some sets in. But, um, yeah, man. Um Without sort of jumping ahead, I've got to say, man, I was pleasantly surprised by what I found. Um, and uh, the more research I've done into it post the event, um, I've got to say that like I'm actually pretty excited about it. Like I think, I, think, I mean, I'm always excited about a new fighting game. I think I mentioned this before. I kind of like the discovery process of when you get a new game and you're just messing around with the systems. But um, like I didn't really get on with ten at all at all um but this one um this one definitely has ticked a few boxes for me how did you find it for me okay first of all i think by the time i got my hands on it i think i was two ciders in so you're on your way (laughs) (laughs) so i was on my way yeah um but i could immediately tell that the that the feel of it was very different to uh at the very least 10. Mm. I say very yeah. different. Maybe not super different that it's not it's completely unfamiliar. It's more like um that because I'm used to Japanese fighting games and they just have yeah. a certain feel to it that I felt more comfortable than uh 10. Yeah. It I definitely agree with that that um it felt it, it, everything felt heavier and yes. everything felt like it had more impact which is something they've um they've struggled with for a while. Um and um, although some aspects of the animation remain sketchy, when <laughs> I was playing it, um, they didn't they didn't matter so much. So what I mean by that is one of the issues I had with um, Mortal Kombat 10, uh, other than I, I never really got on with like the run stuff, the run mechanic. It always felt a bit odd to me. But um, I was okay with it. But then it was it became a super rush down heavy game. Yeah, exactly. That I never never really got on with that. But it was things like um, when you were hitting like jabs, they didn't. They, there wasn't really much feedback as to whether you'd landed it or they blocked it. If you know what I mean, like it just I, I felt think... so wet. For me, it was more the jump attacks that didn't feel right because Them I too. I struggle to tell the difference between uh, a hit or a blocked attack. Yeah, you know, I, this is what I mean. Is like I, I just sort of struggled visually with some aspects of it, um, but I, I didn't at all with this. And uh, in that twenty-five minute capture session, I quickly found myself like hit confirming the few combos that I had off the <laughs> menu screen and stuff like that, which. You know that's that's kind of good. Like I yeah. could visually see what I was doing a lot more, and um, it it definitely doesn't feel like it's as rushed down heavy. I mean, you can't the starters. It definitely feels like a more neutral based game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's way too early to say run, the run. The run. The run has gone for a start. So yeah, way uh, too early to say any of this. It's probably worth noting. Yeah, yeah it's, Based on it, what I played, the game's it's, not out yet. <laughs> yeah. But also, you know, watching uh, Catch Up and Mustard. Okay. Yes, I watched their footage. Broken down the game uh, mm. to really make it a lot easier to digest. Big shout out to them, like mm. the, those, those twins. If anyone's got any interest in Mortal Kombat, they need to be watching Catch Up and Mustard. Yeah. Um, so, because for me, I was like, whenever I did the uh, the, the down the down two the the launch, okay, yeah, I was yeah. thinking, huh, okay, so I guess on counter here does the animation, but I'm confused. Why can't I trigger this again? Yes. So, what's it called in the crush? Crushing blow. Crushing blow. That was it. I think. Yeah, I think. Is that like, with yeah, a K. I was, was going to say crush blow, but it doesn't didn't sound right. Yeah, crushing blow. I think is is the one, and um, it made it made so much more sense when they explained it. And, yes. And I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because again, I thought it was just a counter hit state at first. I thought. Yeah. Because I, I was hitting that one quite a lot because a friend of mine was just pressing buttons, so I was uppercutting him. <laughs> like fairly easily and i was getting it almost every single time so i i had assumed because of um what i was seeing that it was a some counter hits cause basically a cool animation and i didn't i genuinely didn't think it was any more 
I just thought if you get a counter hit, it looks cool. You know, maybe yeah. maybe you can combo off it with some other moves, but the uppercut's kind of the uppercut. Yeah. Um, I didn't really think much more until I watched their video, and um, I kind of like that Mortal Kombat 11 has just lifted like a bunch of good ideas from other fighting games and just chucked them in. <laughs> yeah, and, um, like to a certain extent, it's it's kind of like the um... I forgot its name, the Soul Calibur Six one. Man, I played that game for quite a bit as well. I played it yesterday. Lethal Hit. It's kind of like Lethal, lethal hit. hit. It is very much like Lethal Hit. Um, so, meeting certain conditions. At the moment, from what I can see, the main conditions are if it's a counter hit, um, and that includes if your or combo starter was a counter hit, and then you yeah. do the move partway through the combo. Yeah. That, uh, so the counter hit and the number of hits in the combo, those are the two yeah. main conditions that I'm seeing. Yeah, there's some weird ones as well, like um, Scorpion's. Uh, you you can get one off his spear if you. Oh yeah, certain distance. If, yeah, if you do it at full dis, like full screen distance, you get it, which I think was quite a nice touch. But um, one of the things I liked is when uh, Ketchup and Mustard further explained that you don't have to trigger them; you can actually turn that off. So you can only trigger them if you hold the button down. Hmm. Because that's, they were saying, that's cool. Like, like, because some of them get you uh, setups, but because they get you a setup, you might not want that. You might want the guaranteed damage, which might not be as good as you know a reset or whatever. But you know, um, you might you know you might want to close the round out, so you just want to go for the guaranteed damage, but you don't want to trigger the crushing blow. So um, yeah, there's an option in the menus to only trigger them if you hold them down, which I actually think makes the game quite complicated because you're going to have to remember like every single possible setup that triggers a, a crushing blow and then no right that's going to trigger it hold the button down to get yeah. it yeah and so that, and it's what was it once per game wasn't it not round as well or crushing be... blows i think you can oh. get crushing blows whenever you want no as in for oh wait is oh okay i i, might, I must have uh, misinterpreted the, um, the 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 fatal blow the, the the one that's basically a rage art from Tekken, that's the <laughs> one you can only use once a match. Ah, that's where I'm probably getting confused. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know what that's called. I think you're right. I think it's fatal. Fatal move? I don't know. Fatal blow? I don't know. Fatal blow. This is terrible journalism. Um, <laughs> basically, they've put a rage art in, but you can only use it once per once per game, basically. But I like that um, if you miss it, it will recharge. But if you land it, tough so you have to work out whether it's better to use it in the first round to you know get that win or come back or whether you save it for you know the final round and try and use it i think that's smart um yeah and and as as with any good combat mechanic you know it's it is from what i could tell invulnerable yes um I and think has, so. has a pretty decent range so yeah geras is one um is basically seth's from Street Fighter Four. <laughs> he pulls them into his belly, um, and then beats the hell out of them. But um, yeah, what's the other one that they've lifted? They've basically kind of taken the um, the just defend kind of. So if you yeah, block, that's right. If you yeah, block they... at the eleventh, like right at the eleventh hour, you can cancel that block into. Um, I think you can actually do it into some of the wake up. But again, I didn't really have a chance to play with this because I was steaming by the time that someone, <laughs> told, me, by the time that someone had told me it was in the game. But it I was, was too drunk to test. I think I think it was in the the uh, introduction video to the gameplay that Ed right. Boon did on stage. Um, okay, we didn't see any of that from the VIP lounge. It was it was awkward trying to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I do remember that, and in my mind, it's it's because. If there's certain strings or people are being brain dead with certain uh, cancels into certain special moves or whatever, then I think that's great. I mean, if you if mm. it's basic, it's basically like in because uh, I'm used to Arc System Works games, you know um, that they in Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear you have the the, the just guard, yes, um, and you know if you block just as they do it, you get more frame advantage. It to me it looks like that, and especially if you're gonna punish like strings that are just being abused <laughs> apparently you can't do it whilst you're blocking but if there's a gap in the string you can do it that's what i'm hearing yeah i mean that one might be in a mechanic that 
would need a lot more exploring on on launch to see like yeah. what is the what is how how strong is it but mm. it, I, i'm personally all up for uh a defense mechanic that reduces um basically an opponent's advantage yeah it, stop, it does stop them i say it does it does increase a skill gap to mm. make it super clear if someone is able to um pull off this universally hard mechanic or not yeah and I they're the ones like, to look out for yeah i kind of like um that the, the they've split the meter into defense and offensive and, yes um because you know that just means that like you know if you have to burn meter to get someone off you you can still then mount an, a comeback um i'm not totally sure about things being on a cooldown yet and i don't mean that in a bad way just that like i've mm. never played a game maybe rising thunder had things on a cooldown that's about it that's all i can really think of so like um well and it didn't seem it didn't seem an issue in the um didn't seem an issue when i was playing it there but i think you know definitely the way that the, the speed of which your um stuff recharges is definitely going to be something that we see the effects of when people have got the game in their hands yeah there'll be there'll be people that will you know time it down and when it's and i say time i don't mean by seconds i mean by frame data <laughs> yeah, exactly that's what i mean is like it's I, I'm not. I'm, I've seen some people saying they hate the idea, but that's like that's a really dumb thing to say because we literally know nothing about that other than the absolute basics right now. But it's definitely something I want to see in the wild, like because you know it's 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 a new way of doing things. It's going to be very interesting to see how that works out. But I definitely like the idea of splitting them between offense. And, and have you seen that some moves use both? Uh, really? So like, yeah, yeah. So um, if you get knocked down, you've got three options on wake up. Okay, you can burn a defensive bar and roll in any direction. And then you've got two basic wake-up attacks. Um, one of them is essentially a get-off-me move. Um, it's safe on block, but it burns, oh, wow. burns both, one of each. Uh-huh. Um, the second move is another, another wake-up attack, which burns both. It's not safe on block. But it'll launch. Ah, so free so combo. Yeah, so it's a free combo on wake up. So it's basically like having a wake up DP safe and a wake up DP that you can juggle straight after. <laughs> um, I, and wonder, I, I wonder. That's universal. I wonder with the safe one if you can uh, bait, bait it out and punish or something. Probably on. Um, I think the um, the basic one is designed. Well, I suppose if you bait it out, that's different. But I yeah, know that like I know that on. Just <laughs> try and get out of range, and then yeah, yeah, you know, similar but, to like in in Dragon Ball Fighters, with it, when you when you do the sparking, it's safe, um, but you can beat it out. Yeah, okay. I think maybe something like that. But yeah, this I think this all sounds really really cool. It definitely sounds like a more interesting game. Um, I'm not the biggest MK guy outside of its aesthetic. Because obviously, like you know, it's a bunch <laughs> of really violent ninjas kicking each other into metal music. It's obviously like I'm um, their target audience, but um, just gameplay-wise, I've never found one that I really resonated with. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the first three, and then basically didn't touch them until nine. And yeah. even then, it, even then, it was just for fun. Like you know, I remember someone having Mortal Kombat four on the N sixty four and just being like. I have no interest in playing this. Um, <laughs> Tekken three exists. I've got no interest in playing this. But um, nah, man, I like it's early doors. But I think it's um, de- definitely definitely worth keeping an eye on. And I tell you what, somehow they've managed to make it more violent. I don't know how, because I remember seeing the fatalities in Mortal Kombat X and going, "Yeah, it's about as bad as anything's going to get." And yet they've somehow managed to take it to another level. I I think I think uh it's it's the crushing blow system. That's that's the main thing because then you're actually seeing more of those uh x-ray kind of um animation. Yeah, fact, that's the thing. Eye- you don't that's that's not that's not a thing anymore x-rays. No, they're not a thing. No, there's just eyeballs being spiked and stuff now as well like <laughs> And Baraka's one where he pulls their face off and just chucks it on the floor. Oh. <laughs> it's exceptional. But um, uh, probably worth noting as well, because um, you might, my tweet went mad this week, um, talking about Geras, the, um, 
the new character they showed. Um, he can manipulate the timer with one of his one of his loadouts allowed him to manipulate the timer. <laughs> That's jokes, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first thing I tried once we did it is we waited until the timer was down to like 15 seconds and tried to just bang time out to see if that worked. It doesn't. You can't just time someone out. It's a percentage of the Ah, percentage. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't just go like, boom, there's 30 seconds gone and there was only 10 <laughs> seconds. See you later. It doesn't work. It's a percentage of the timer. You can only use it once per round each way. So you can go down and up in one round, but you can only use it once per round. So you can't just go time down, time down, time down. <laughs> um, I was going to say. <laughs> unless, yeah. there, unless I miss something, you could only do it once per round. Um, it'd be amazing if you could do it more than once because like, it was causing so much drama um like 30 seconds left on the clock there's actually 15 see you later like, um, um and one time when i accidentally did the wrong command at the start of the round and up the round time to 115 seconds was quite good as well <laughs> um but yeah it's um it's a very interesting mechanic i mean my twitter has just been unusable over the weekend because it was just people most people saying it sounded really cool but um there were a lot of people just going, that shit, it's broken, it's OP. And I'm like, first of all, you haven't played the game. <laughs> so that's annoyed me straight away. Mate, mate, like, it can't, it can't be OP if uh, when, the, when, the, when most rounds are going to end with health going to zero. <laughs> exactly. Secondly, during that playtime, the amount of times that, sure, there were plenty of times where I was taking the piss. You know what I'm like when I've had a few drinks. It's the same as you, yep. right? And I, I, drop, I drop the timer to nine seconds and thought, I'm just going to block. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to try and attack because it's funny. And it is funny. And it was winding people up. And I was like, this guy is sick. But um, there were a couple of times which, you know, I, I, I chose not to tweet about these because I'm only going to tweet about my victories where <laughs> I downed the timer, but there's chip damage in Mortal Kombat. And they started zoning me. And like, uh, Gareth, is, he's a, he's a no. grappler. So, like, he doesn't really have many ways of dealing with that kind of pressure, you know, certainly that I didn't figure out at the time. And then the next thing I know, my health's slightly lower than theirs, and I can't get in, and there's five seconds left, and it's all my fault. I mean, yeah. admittedly, I can then raise the time back up a little bit and try and make a comeback. But, um, so, you know, it, it, it didn't, as much as my tweet taken out of context does make it sound like it's a super powerful mechanic. For starters, a lot of Geras players might not even use it because it's it's not a standard move. Yeah, it's, it's, one, a, of it's part of one of the variations, isn't it? Yeah, it's part of the variation. So yeah. you know, maybe that variation's garbage at the end of the day. So we don't know yet. But um, and uh, the other thing as well is we don't know how they're going to handle variations when it comes to tournament play. Yes, we do. Uh, okay, we do. So, so yeah. what? How? How? What, what are they doing? Because... I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm going to say this. I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk about this and hope that it's been announced and leave it in the podcast. And if not, scoop. But I'm pretty sure it's been announced. But um, someone at the event told me. Okay. Um, well, okay, wait, 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 as in, did they work for Warner Brothers? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then, then, then that's probably public knowledge. By I'd now. Si- yeah, I'd signed nothing saying I couldn't talk about this. Yeah, exactly. Um. Basically, uh, in, there's, there will be preset variations. Okay. That are like the tournament variations. And then there'll be the Call of Duty esque loadouts that you use for normal online. And apparently, um, uh, you know, th- those ones are whatever you want. You just They seem like they run on that Call of Duty pick 10 system or, <gasps> excuse me, whatever it's called, where like certain abilities take off a certain amount of points. So you can't just put all the good ones on. Like yeah, you have to, all, you have to all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can have, have, move set, have, have a moveset of 100 moves compared to your opponent exactly. of like 10. <laughs> exactly. So like this, there seems to be some way of balancing it. Um, but yeah, in tournament, there will be preset variations. Now, they didn't say if those variations were the ones that we were using because they, they made a bit of noise that those variations were created for the event. I'd be very surprised if they weren't. Okay, that's interesting to know because I wonder what they're actually going to end up calling the variations, especially as you got what was it Ed Boon's main, and yeah. then you got Sonic, Sonic Foxy. Foxy. <laughs> yeah, it was some good stuff. Some good stuff. I mean, I think they should leave those in. You never know. You never know. But they are kind yeah. of kind of weird names when you when you're thinking of you know 
a, a, um, a yellow ninja that, that says, get over here. Yeah. Or you got Ronda Rousey. <laughs> so yeah. In the variation of Sonic Foxy. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped for Mortal Kombat. I want to see more. I want to see more. I want to get my hands on it again. I'm going to start. Yeah, I'm itching I'm to get my hands on it again because especially, you know, first time playing it, it's like, okay, cool. I'm trying to figure out the buttons. And mm. then now that I've seen videos of what the buttons are, now yeah. I want to try it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's sort of mine. Is like, I did, I managed to get far enough um, with my hands on time that I knew, knew a few things. And I was like, okay, now I can see where this is going to be interesting. But now I've had much better and much more well-versed in the Mortal Kombat thing players, namely Ketchum and Mustard, talk freely about the stuff that they'd found. Now I'm like, I want to play it again with that knowledge. Like, that now, now I'm interested. Um, That's the thing. We all, you know, as fighting gamers, we all just want to, true, truly, we just want to have the lab. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> true. Just it's true. Just, just hit training mode. Find find out things for ourselves. Find out what looks really cool, really strong, and then might and not even be relevant next, the, the, the the week after. But it doesn't matter. You got those Twitter views. Yeah, damn right, man. That's how it works. Um, yeah, it's probably worth saying as well. That, like, man, I'm so I'm so gutted that like I'll never have an event like that to launch a Street Fighter game. Like I'm so gutted because it made more. It didn't it when you were there? Didn't it just make more that seem like the coolest thing? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Coco is such, such I haven't, last time I went to Coco was maybe, maybe four years ago. And I was what, uh, it was for a Crossfaith concert. Now, right. I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not really into metal or any of that, yeah. but it was a, a friend brought, um, you know, he had a spare ticket. So he sorted me out. I was, I was amazed <laughs> yeah. at both the venue and the, and the actual concert. So, mm. and I know, and I used to work in Camden for a little while and I know that there was gigs there like literally every, every week. Yeah. It's a big so, deal. That venue. It's a big deal having that venue and yeah. everything about it. Even, even when you were outside, they had put on all the light show and everything. Yeah, you know, it, it was, they made it super clear. This is the Mortal Kombat 10, uh, 11 review reveal, mm. and it's and like it was projected onto the side of the building with yeah. all the uh, celebrities that were in attendance and all that. The celebrities in attendance and Mike Diver. Um, but yeah, what else was there that was pretty cool? Yeah, like um, like real like Ryu is an iconic fighting game character, no question asked. But mm. like on that night didn't half make some didn't half make scorpion look like a far more bigger deal like you know what i mean just everything about it was just like yeah this is like mortal kombat's it yeah and it, you know it is one of the few games that street fighter tekken that they hit a certain nostalgia as well as a hardcore fighting game fan as well like those are, those are the few games that can do it all right what else we got this month this week um capcom have uh, announced that they are doing an esports tournament, 3v3, this year called the Street Fighter Pro League USA, which is team-based, including, as they say, seasoned pros, newcomers, fan favorites, battling it out in Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Okay, because I general... I haven't heard... Okay, I've only saw the title. I saw that it was 3v3, and yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty much it. And, and okay. a few complaints on Twitter. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you. I'll read this actually, word for word, from the official. Gonna work. Six teams comprised of three players each will compete over the course of two seasons to determine who will take home the first North American Pro League Championship. Each team will include a captain chosen from the top-ranked players on the CPT 2018 North American leaderboard. So people have already looked at that. And it's like it's it's obviously who it is. It's Smug. It's Justin Wong. It's uh, Idoms in there. Uh, Do's in there. Okay, hang on. I can't remember. Uh, remember, I remember someone pointing this out um, because if you look at the global leaderboard, two players are different compared to if you look at the ones that got the most North American points. Yeah. So do you know? Do we know which one it is? Um, it's the North American leaderboard, not the. Global. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting then. Yeah. Um, and then what's the next part? There we go. Online qualifiers will be held to fill the second slot of each team. So the second slot on each team 
you have to earn a place with an online qualifier. Huh. And then the third slot is comprised with players voted in by the community. What? So I guess <laughs> so, I, so I guess once every team's got a captain and then they do t- tournaments to fill the second place, they will then basically probably do like a mass vote where you can just vote for your favorite streamer or whatever <laughs> and throw them in. Okay, interesting format. Yeah. Is there a prize at the end of this? Quite a bit of money. Um Okay. I believe so. Yeah, um, it's not actually in the blurb post, but I did actually see tweeting out the numbers, and it, it was reasonable. But here's where it gets interesting. I say interesting. I'll let you let you decide what you think. Um, at the beginning of each season, captains will draft players to their teams, and they'll need to consider who they pick wisely to create the winning combination, because the format of the league will be slightly different than traditional Street Fighter team tournaments. The league will introduce a character ban feature. Okay, heard about this. <laughs> At the start of each match, teams will have the opportunity to ban one character for the duration of the match. Is is that a ban against the player or ban against the team? The team. Okay. Players must also use different characters from their teammates during the match. So the goal is that teams okay. must strategize. So Right. I can see what they're trying to do there. So, like, if you've got... I mean, like, Knuckledoo's a bad example because he's got, like, pocket everyone. A lot, but it's, a lot of, but it's like going... Smug, Smug might be your, be, your, your best bet for yeah, this for yeah. example. So it's like turning around and going, right, Smug's got two other dudes on his team and I'm on a team of two other dudes and we all talk and go, Smug, your team is not allowed to use Balrog. So he yeah. now has to use G, who he will do, you know, or what, you know, whoever else he's been labbing in private or whatever. But yeah, the idea being that it kind of forces because everyone on the team has to ha- has to play a different character. So you couldn't have two camis on the team. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that everyone. Character. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> everyone, everyone has to do that. So I see what they're trying to go for there. And it's it's basically taken from either Dota or League of Legends that they do a thing where it's like, right, one character from the roster. Each team picks one that they can't use. And it's like, obviously over there, it's super popular and a big part of it. Like, a big part of the fanfare. It's like, which team, which character are they going to ban and stuff? Um, and, you know, it's worked into the meta of it. But for me, it's like, when I sit down to watch Street Fighter, it's because I want to watch people playing their character the best they possibly can yeah um okay i mean it works in mobas as you say yeah but this is a fighting game yeah <laughs> i'm like, I'm like... Put it simply the only maybe maybe if it were like a team-based game like dragon ball or marvel's capcom 3 but <laughs> it's a 1v1 fighting game yeah and it's like <laughs> it's like um the 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 rule where like so say I'm the team captain and I've got a pool of players who've qualified through online and and fan favorites to pick from. I already have to consider: do these guys play my character? Because if they do, I can't choose them. Because yeah. if, if, so that, that's already causing a bit of interest in the team build up. Like surely that's enough. But um, the main thing. It's kind of like bothered me about it is it's clearly put in to manufacture some drama, right? Like they've banned his main, he's got to go on to his secondary. We've never seen his secondary. How is it going to go? Excitement. But I kind of come back at you on that point with if there's one thing the FGC has never needed help with, it's manufacturing drama. <laughs> Yeah, okay. that's true. Okay, I mean, it, the, the like, classic is K. Brad and yeah, uh, it's one v one. You know, it's one v one. People are gonna get upset when you get beat by someone. Some yes. people aren't. It doesn't need any extra like frills. I don't think. Yeah, like maybe, it's always maybe. exciting to see Nemo versus Itazan. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I, I don't oh, want them. What's gonna happen? And then like, and then it's like a really close match, and then it gets the handshake. <laughs> yeah, and that, that ain't gonna happen if Nemo has to play like fucking Ken, 
Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Because exactly. someone's decided to ban Urian. Like, it's... It's, yeah, it, it's kind of weird. I mean, I see what they're going for. Who knows? Is is this on TV? Is it, is it like E-League? Or is it just on Twitch? Or is it not confirmed even? When I sit down to watch people play Street Fighter, I want to see them at their best. I get your point. But if they're forcing all this drama <laughs> on it, it better be on TV. Yeah, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Because, right, I mean, as, as, as a guy that, you know, watches... You know all these big tournaments. I mean, to be honest, with Street Fighter, for the most part, I only I only watch the top eights um, at this point in time, and that's because I want. Yeah, like you say, I just want to see, you know, who are the best players for this weekend, and are uh, and what upsets are there going to be? You know, it's going to be it's going to be a really good because everyone's playing their best. <laughs> they're not going to yeah. be doing that if they're if they're going to be banning characters. Yeah, I mean, you know, it could be a bit of fun. It could be entertaining, but uh, let's wait and see. But I'm not, I'm, I, I think they've just, it seems lazy to me. It seems that they've lifted a beer from a popular esport and just gone, this is going to work. Yeah, and... the, other, the other thing I, I'm curious to see is a, the production behind it. That's what I'm, True. because, like, because it's a, it's a season thing. It's, uh, or two seasons, rather. Season two thing. seasons. They, they, they run April through May. And then the finals in June, and then another season that goes August through. Right. Mm. So, I'm curious to see, like, do they like I don't know, it's like the E League qualifier thing? Do they get everyone in a ha- in a house or something, and they have to stay there for, you know, the <laughs> day or whatever? You know, it's just just to manufacture even more drama, or is it just simply a Guys get into a venue, play on, play on a well, uh, with cameras around them, and that's it. This is it. Do they have a venue to do it in? Because if it's online, it's a joke. Yeah. If it's okay, if it's online, okay, then yeah, yeah, exactly. Forget, so, forget um, you, you've, you've lost my interest already. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. They need to give a, a little more information, but you know, it's early. They literally just say it exists. Whatever. I, I will say though that the logo is pretty whack. It is pretty whack. <laughs> it it yeah. just looks like a bad Sonic Adventure ripoff logo. It does and look Sonic... a little bit like a Sonic logo. You are right. It does. And and the Sonic logos are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. That's the difference. It does look like a bad Sonic logo. So. All right. Another thing that's happened literally today. Yes. Your so. man... From CEO himself, Jabaley, did a tweet. A Twitch emote. Yeah, a living Twitch emote, Alex Jabaley. Um, he uh, did a tweet saying, Would Amsterdam be a cool place for CEO Europe? Asking for a friend, which is, you know, like the most teaser of a tweet of all time. Um, and sometimes you know what these things are like, because I've done them myself. Sometimes you are genuinely just testing the water. Sometimes you are genuinely just trying to put out some feelers and see what the situation is. But um, the thing that intrigued me the most about this is, I don't know if you saw, did you have a look at any of the replies to that? I saw a handful. There was a lot of German replies. Yes, there, was, there was a lot of Germans. It looks like a lot of people want it happening in Frankfurt, by the looks of things. But um, um, one dude, I've forgotten his name, really sorry, man. Like, I literally it's cool but um one dude um said just so you know man um i worked with everyone uh on the tekken world tour in amsterdam uh, from the production side and obviously i'm based over there so like hit me up if you if you do you know do fancy coming over and then um uh, uh the hado rick the hado that dude yeah. the combo breaker guy um because I think he had something to do with the Tekken World Tour as well. He said, yeah. yeah no, so, he's... Rick, so Rick, he works for Twitch, and Twitch are the people. Uh... Twitch are basically the ones that do the Tekken World Tour and the Dragon Ball World Tour. Right, uh, right, right. I also think they did the Injustice Tours. Right. Well, he was just like, yes, they did. These guys are highly recommended. And I think from there on, some people may have slid into each other's DMs from that point onwards. Yep. So... I'm sure. Jabili's sliding to a lot of DMs right now. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that there instantly is like 
I watched the Tekken World Tour. Clearly, there's an infrastructure. Clearly, they're talented enough to run it. Like, you know, I don't think that's unreasonable. Now, the main thing here for me is that um, CEO has a certain, how can I put this, pizzazz. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hear you. I mean, and everything. Like, for some people, they, uh, they consider CEO the second biggest fighting game tournament after Evo. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, um, if I want to go to CEO Europe, I, I hope they bring a little bit of, you know what I mean? Like, I, th- I feel that, like, that's that's part of the appeal of it. It's not only a really good big fighting game tournament, but, like, CEO is CEO. Yeah. Like, you want to know, you know, you, know, you, you don't just want to go to an event in Amsterdam that's called CEO Europe. You want, the, you want a bit of the bit of the stage show, a bit of the wrestling ring, I basically yeah. is what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I hope that these guys can pull that off. I'm, I'm curious to see if he, he sticks with the wrestling theme. It, it's, it's, it'll be tough, but I'm sure they can hire a ring from somewhere in Amsterdam. Or build one, one of the two. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's, um, that's potentially big. I mean, there's not a lot of news right now other than what we just said, but um, that's, a, that's a, a big deal. Because right now, like, what would you say are the biggest ones in Europe, like for for multi games? It's a tough one, but versus, okay, versus, versus fighting for a start is definitely up there. Yeah, versus fighting, I would have said hype spotting when it was running as well. Like that, hype was... spotting unfortunately is not been running for two years, mm. so it's uh, that one unfortunately can't be on the list. Nope, it would have um, been. Yeah, it would have been, but would have been, but unfortunately, they're not running anymore. Yeah, some, as far as I'm aware. Um, what else? What was the one in France? Okay, stunt. There's a toss-up between Stunfest and um, was it UFA? I think no. I think it's UFA. Yeah. So one of one of those two. I I can't pin down exactly which one. I want to say Stunfest because it's a bigger event than just fighting games, and they always 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 have Japanese players coming down. So like they've had, I think they were one of the first tournaments to just be consistently having Japanese and American players coming down for it. Always had international presence. So yeah, um, those two. uh, Sorry, yeah, so versus fighting two French tournaments. Yeah, struggle to really pinpoint after that. Um, I mean, obviously Tekken World Tour Finals, but that's a special event on its own. Special event. And EGX, I kind of don't really count because it's only doesn't count fighter. Doesn't count. It's a very cool Street Fighter. Even over time, like it's like um, e- like the fact it's part of EGX. It's it's weird. You know what I mean? Like it do- it yeah. feels it feels like a big event for Street Fighter, but in the context of EGX, it doesn't feel like a big part of EGX. If that makes any mm. sense, like no, I get you. Especially when you see that the audience. This, the this, the stage behind it is all built from a um, you know just like floor space basically, rather than having an elaborate stage with that's curtained off or anything like that. Yeah. So, I get your point. Yeah. But no, CEO Europe. If that marches in, instantly, potentially the biggest. Instantly. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so. Definitely, definitely worth keeping oh, an eye Vianality. on. Vianality, I think that one's pretty big, actually. Isn't Vianality um, like specifically NRS stuff? That's... Or does it have other bits and pieces? Uh, I might be mistaken there. I'm actually not too sure. But Either way, I... it's a big deal. Like, it's, it's a, a big cool deal, event. yeah. Uh, yeah. And... CEO, CEO marching in, is it? Red, <laughs> Red Fight District used to be big, but I don't know when the last one was. Mm. That one yeah. used to be Really big one as well. No, I think um, I think it might even be safe to say that it, you know gets close to its US production. Yeah, um, it, it's 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 already probably one of the biggest in the European scene instantly. I mean, considering as Jabali, he he will have high standards. So like he he tried a he tried a smash event for example, and although he didn't make, I mean the reason why he's not continuing it from what I, was it CEO Dreamland I believe it's called. Yes, and I think the main reason why he stopped doing it is because he um, he couldn't uh, it didn't it didn't seem financially viable, and mm. that I think that's a good sign. Um, 
when it, when it comes to Jabali himself, that his standards are so high that he's willing to put on a, such a big event uh, in in a new space, basically. Yeah, and um, um, I don't think he's going to compromise on uh, CEO Europe if he goes ahead with it. Yeah, and like um, the the there was like a bit of negative aftermath to CEO last year, mainly because of like the area they were in. in yeah, the location. Yeah, yeah, but like he went to town literally went to town in terms of trying to get that sorted like didn't he have meetings with like local senators and stuff yep like to sort of go like look this is absolutely not acceptable we've signed a deal to be here for a couple of years this Mm -hmm. is what happened and like you don't hear about many tos doing stuff like that so no i think um i think ceo europe could be a Biggen, and um, definitely going to be interesting to see what happens with that in the next couple of weeks, especially if he gets sorted this year. It's unlikely, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. This year sounds a bit. Yeah, it sounds way too optimistic. These yeah, things optimistic. take time, but you never know. You It'd never be know. Cool. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, at the very, at the very latest, you know, twenty twenty, we'll we'll have a CEO Europe, and then yeah, that could be the tournament to go to for everyone in yeah. Europe. Definitely worth traveling to by the looks of things. Um, right, yeah. So the, the the big thing, the biggest thing that's happening this week, as you hinted at earlier, is you <laughs> in mere hours to attempt to not go 0-4 at the final summoning. Um, yes. How have you been preparing for such an ordeal? <laughs> okay. so Not just the flight, not just the flight. Not actually just the, playing okay, the game. Not, not just the flight, but and not just talking to my cousins about trying to get sort of uh, free accommodation basically yeah um what well, well so this maybe for the past couple of months or so i've actually been playing more rpgs if i'm brutally honest mm-hmm. okay but this past two weeks or so i've i have been grinding out the game a lot more first of all i've settled on a team uh that i wish I, i'm gonna go into the uh finals with and it was the same one i mentioned last week it's gonna be yep. go tanks zamasu uh Vigio. so they have a good synergy um, and because you can set up a lot of double supers. I went into detail last week. I'm not going to go too much detail now. Um, on Saturday uh, last week, I went to RMZ's house. And RMZ uh, is one of the top UK players. Uh, heck, even I'd, I'd argue European players. Um, and he basically got all the boys down. He was actually going to have uh, Xerox, who's also one of the best uh, players in Europe right now. Uh, but unfortunately, he, he couldn't make it for um, reasons, basically. Right. And um, But there, there was a whole bunch of good players. There's also uh, another player of note is uh, Faisal Dante. He, he's, he was really good at Marvel's Capcom, um, both 3 and Infinite. And that naturally translates into Dragon Ball as well. Uh, so he came down all the way from Scotland for this. Um, Obi Assassin was down. Obi Assassin's the guy that won when it says on um, more than enough times to basically get a free trip because uh, it was one of the incentives for uh, when it stays on if you basically uh, get to the top uh, if you if you win it frequently enough is that you get you get your flight paid for. So yeah, um, basically a whole bunch of good players down and uh, basically grinded out throughout the whole day and. It really opened up my eyes on, oh, okay, this is what I need to work on. This is, I know exactly what I can do to improve, is what I'm lacking in, uh, especially on with, right. when I'm using Zamasu. Zamasu is the character I picked up the most recent, um, uh, yeah, most recently. So I know there's a lot I can do to improve, and heck, I'm going to, even on the plane over, I'm going to, uh, if I can get away from Tales of Vesperia, <laughs> I'm. I'll be I'll be labbing out various block strings and potentially even some confirmed routes. So mm. I I have been labbing the game quite a bit and feeling confident that I'm not going to go zero four. Okay, good. If as long as the brackets are nice enough to me that I'm not going to be given uh, put up against one like one of the gods of the game. <laughs> you know, so if I'm if I'm put up against like the kill stage Chris G or um, Aqua from Japan or you know, there's yeah. you know all these all these guys, okay. Uh, you know, Nakiel, and you know, there's I'm probably as long as I'm not matched up with those, then then I'm probably could I could probably not go at zero four. <laughs> okay. I mean, that would be really unfortunate if in every single you got drawn a real bad hand. 
yeah, it could happen. Um, and the th- and the sad thing is, is because it's single elimination, you know, it's brutal. You're, yeah, I've got to. It's brutal. I got to. I got to pull out all stops um, from the get go because I've got no second chance uh, in that specific in each individual tournament. That is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that's got you've got to wait for the whole tournament before you get the second go. Yeah, basically. Well, if anything, if I go out early, it gives me time to get food. If I right, get... but that that is one way. Of, that's a very positive way of looking at it. If I prog- if I progress to let's say top top eight every time, okay, yeah. I I don't think I, I will, but I, let's imagine I do. I'm barely gonna find time for food. True. And the sad thing is, is that I'm you know if I let's say I do it, that means I will have no time at all to uh, you know once once I'm out I'm literally okay cool get ready for the next tournament. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta throw one of them so you can eat. Exactly. You know, Tactically throw it, it. It opens at ten o'clock. First tournament's at ten thirty. The the Jesus. final tournament is scheduled to finish at eleven PM. Or was it ten PM? Okay. I think it's ten PM actually, sorry. So yeah, that's a that's a lot of Dragon Ball basically. The smart move is to win the first tournament. Yeah, basically. That's tactically the best move. Sorry, 9pm it concludes. But even still, 10, 10 till 9, that's 11 hours yeah, that's, off. It's pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> um, but that, that assumes, you know, you don't, you don't win every tournament and you're uh, coming really highly placed every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, good luck, man. Like, this is... It's an international event, a final, mm-hmm. and potentially a slot in the Dragon Ball Fighters World Finals. All right, it's on the line. Yeah. And um, if you do get there, get on the phone, because, like, we'll, I don't know, can't see, we're not going to be able to get anything over there in 25 or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> so please send you on those really bad esports shirts. <laughs> wear this. Um, yeah, but the event overall should be cool, because there's yeah. a lot happening at the event. So... so there's two reveals, isn't there? There's um, yes. they've just they've said there's something like an an RPG, an action yeah, RPG, and, you... and assumedly season two. Yeah. So okay. So on the on the Smash GG site, um, in fact, it's, it's quite sad that there's the the most information you'll find about what's going to happen at the event is here, and not <laughs> elsewhere. Really. First of all, goodie mm. bag for the attendees. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. Secondly, the voice actors of Goku and Vegeta, the English ones specifically, okay, uh, they'll be they'll be in a, in attendance as special guests on this Sunday. Cool. Um, and then they'll reveal more information about Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, this was hinted on the on the live stream that we don't really want to talk about, but it yeah. was. <laughs> but, but basically, they're, they're probably going to announce here's a balance patch, and here's um, season two. Then there's don't forget there's also that leak and jump that kind of revealed that Jiren's in the game. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so it'll probably be a trailer for them. It probably will be. Um, and then obviously announcing a new Dragon Ball game action RPG. Yeah. I am in very interested to see what they do with a, for that game. Very interested. For me, I'm what I'm most interested in though is actually seeing who is actually going to win. The whole tournament because Kazunoko's yeah. got Kazunoko's got four balls. All right, he's got four balls. Okay, he does. He yeah. has four balls. Does Sonic <laughs> Fox, however, is still considered to be like the fa- one of the favorites because he the so the, the the running the running theme with a lot of these to- uh, with the tournaments last year. Obviously, it started off with like Goichi and uh, Sonic Fox having that rivalry to be in grand finals literally every time uh, mm. until until some of power happened. Then it was, uh, but then I think after Evo, it kind of became, all right, uh, Kazunoko is winning all the tournaments that Sonic Fox isn't at. And then the ones that Sonic Fox is at, it's a bit of a coin toss based on whether Sonic Fox faces Kazunoko or not. Right. Because if Sonic Fox is face, uh, faces Kazunoko, he wins the, Sonic Fox wins the tournament. If Sonic Fox gets outdone by one of the other players, then <laughs> Kazunoko wins the tournament. Interesting. So that was quite a bit of a running theme um, to the point. And the the other thing I'm really curious about is 
in one in there was one interview with Kazunoko. It was done by Juna at the Tuesday Red Bull event. Uh, yeah. weeklies. Um what he told Juna on uh, on stream was if he faces Sonic Fox, he will use a different team. So uh, okay. That, I mean his team is already really effective. Uh and you can see he's been he's pretty much stuck with that team ever since after Evo. But now but it's just the fact that every time he faces Sonic Fox, he's that's it. He he just struggles to get the get the win. He just can't beat Sonic Fox. He's the one player that he just consistently loses to. Um so he so it does make sense using a new team just for Sonic Fox. Yeah, that's really interesting. There's a so, lot of good storylines going. When it when it comes to yeah, so when it comes to it, what is well, Kazunoko versus Sonic Fox? What is going to happen, and who's going to take first place? Because it's because don't forget, it's mm. not it's an eight man tournament. It's not That's a true. it's not yeah. it's not just the one. Uh, it's not just those two players. So I want to see, like, what has Goichi got up his sleeve? What has Hook Gang got up his sleeve? What is who is going to even qualify for the yeah? There's remaining four spots? gaps. <laughs> It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be like one of the I, I, silliest tournaments of the year, and it's like right at the start of the year. Yeah, just, there's there's no way that like there's not going to be massive drama. We said this last week. There's just no way. Absolutely, the whole the whole situation is custom built for lots of people to get really upset. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's why that's why I can't wait for the tournament. So... Yeah, it's going to be really good. It's going to be really good. And um, any of you listening, remember. Cheer on our man here, because Thank if he you. wins, that's very, <laughs> about as about as good an advert for the podcast as I can possibly imagine. So, no pressure. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, as long as long as long as I don't go zero four, that's the biggest achievement I could ever ask for in my entire gaming career. <laughs> and I'm glad that you just said that because if you go zero and four, and playing at the start of the next episode. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Speaking of the next episode. We didn't know when we would put this one out, but because of the Mortal Kombat, and there's been quite a lot of news, we figured, you know what, let's just sit down and get it done. But the next one, we don't know when it's going to be... We don't know when the chance is going to come to record the next episode because of, you know, international travel. Yeah. But when you get back, we're going to discuss the final summoning in great detail. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hopefully, your incredible run... <laughs> through losers brackets to victory. There's no losers brackets. <laughs> not even in the not even in the actual final. Uh but maybe in the maybe in the final. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was about to say, you know, I'm assuming okay. that you're going. Um one last thing then um worth noting on uh, this week's episode. So um on the Saturday second of February at the Shepherd's Bush loading bar in London, um is it Hidaki Itsuno? Um the Yes, I've director yes. of the new Devil May Cry. Um, and a few of the others is doing a signing. Um, I don't know whether it's ticketed. I really should have checked this beforehand. I don't. Th- I think. Um, I don't think so. I think it's open. I don't think whoever, it is either. Yeah. I think it, yeah now you so, might be thinking, why, why are we talking about Devil May Cry? This is a fighting game. Well, this is it. Yeah. This yeah, is are, it. We, are we just Capcom shields? <laughs> this is exactly it. So um, the man, you know, look at his um, his uh, career, you know, gameography, so to speak. There's some banging ones in there, man. He did a. Uh, he did some of the Darkstalkers games. He did Rival Schools. He did CVS. He did SNK one and two. Yeah, he did um, uh, what's it called? Um, Plasma Sword or um, oh, Star Gladiator? Oh, oh, no. oh no, I played that game recently. I, oh no, I, I might, get, I might get Star Gladiator signed. That, <laughs> me, that's what I might do. For me, I've um, got, I've got a Korean PC copy of Rival Schools United by Fate. Do you know what? I've had a thought actually. I've got a record by a band called Rival Schools. <laughs> and their first album was called United by Fate. And like, they sound nothing like what you'd expect. They're, they're just like a sort of American sort of indie hard rock band. But I'm like, if you, if you got Rival Schools the game side, I might just get him to sign that album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really hope that... Um, they don't do the whole like well, he's only signing Devil May Cry five posters today because I'm like I don't care. Here's my copy of Dark Souls. Get it on there. Yeah, absolutely. Look, man, this Korean copy of or Rival Schools. I've I've had it for ages. I've had zero use for it because 
it is built for Windows 2000, and it just I just can't get it to run on my current desktop <laughs> on Windows 10. No matter, even if I run it in um, what is it called? Where 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 is called to make it emulate old Windows? It just doesn't want to work. So no, yeah, I am. I, I, I'm, this is this will be the best use of this Korean copy of Rival Schools that my brother gave to me. <laughs> I, I can't think of a better. I can't think of a better use. But yeah, so that should be pretty cool. So um, oh, yeah, and you check get to, out. yeah, and also you get to play the game at the event. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of cool stuff to do. But yeah, as in, as in Devil May Cry, not 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 uh, Rival Schools <laughs> in Korean on Windows 2000. As as awesome as that would be, this is, um, this is where I'd like whip out some old laptop to just to play it. <laughs> that'd be so sick. I'd be so into that. Um, but yeah, that should be cool. Um, yeah, if you um, check his uh, check his Wikipedia page and see if you've got any stuff that he's worked on. Not that I'm saying Devil May Cry Five isn't. You know, come on, man, you worked on Darkstalkers as well. Let's get some. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, so. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, hopefully, we'll have a, a nice victory cast for you next week. Yay! See you, and, um, you guys at loading. We'll, we'll, we'll celebrate there. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Cheers for listening, everyone, and um, we'll see you next time. All right. See you guys. 